Hey guys, what's up? My name is Manny Tree and this is going to be the new Recreational 420 podcast. And we're going to be doing a couple of different things here. We're going to talk about news, we'll talk about culture, we'll talk about music, and a little bit of everything. Um, every day is going to be a little bit different. I will try to do this every day. I can't make you guys any promises though. Life gets a little complicated sometimes. Um, but anyway, I'm going to try to just give you guys a little bit of uh, daily content through here. Um, I just... Honestly, if I if I keep it real with you guys, I like to talk. <laughs> I enjoy talking. I just don't necessarily always enjoy being on camera, and this kind of gives me an outlet that lets me do a little bit of both. Uh, I can turn this into a little like mini series later on if this goes anywhere, or we can just keep it just the way it is. So, with all that, we're gonna go ahead and get started today. First things first, though, we're gonna be smoking on a little bit of some Budco Farms Disco Lemonade. Now, in an effort of full disclosure, I do run the Budco Farms Instagram account, and I am working on their website, so there is that connection there. And I just want to be honest and, you know. Uh, transparent with you guys about that <laughs> anyway let me go ahead and hit this and then we'll get started with the first story of today I know you guys can't see this but I totally just blew the smoke into the microphone <laughs> all right so took a quick drink now let's talk about the thing we're gonna talk about today first things first we're gonna talk about um, <coughs> excuse me we're going to be talking about the first drive-through dispensary in uh, cannabis dispensary in Washington State. Now, these articles I find are on 420intel.com, um, and I'm just going to read through it, give you guys my commentary, let you guys know what I think about it, how I feel about it, and then we'll go from there. Um, so let's get right into it. A drive-through cannabis dispensary just opened up in Washington State. The first drive-through cannabis dispensary just opened for business in Washington State, and the staff of Joint Rivers are thrilled to be following in the footsteps of Nevada-based corp, or Nevada-based shop Cannabis Marketplace, which became the first drive-through dispensary when it opened in November of 2017. Writes Calvin Hughes. We are grateful and excited to provide great cannabis products with stellar customer service by the most educated and professional team in the Pacific Northwest, General Manager Audra Jagger told Federal Way Mirror. But some residents aren't happy about the drive through venue because the city set a limit Let's see. Sorry about that. <laughs> because the city set a limit on the number of dispensaries allowed in its jurisdiction, jurisdiction at two stores. Joint Rivers makes three. But the owners got around that cap by setting up shop on land belonging to the Muckleshoot Indian Reserve, which is just outside city limits. We didn't know that that building was going in except that, or we didn't know that that building was going in except that it was that it has utility service from Auburn, so we service the water line. That's how we found out that they were going to build a building, said Jeff Tate, interim planning director for the city of Auburn. Generally, we don't know what's going to go in a building until their signs, uh, until signs go up advertising what it is. The Muggleshoot tribe holds sovereignty within their reserve and a free t and are free to establish cannabis dispensaries as they see fit. Joint Rivers Building Permit Review planning or er, joint rivers 
permit review, planning, and development were all handled by the tribe. So in other words, the way they got around, so if you don't live in Washington State, um, I'll tell you guys a little bit about the mess we have here. So <laughs> um, in I-502, you are, uh, counties and cities are allowed to have moratorium bans or limits on cannabis businesses uh, ranging from, you know, whether they don't want producers or processors around or they don't want retailers around. They're allowed to vote those in as they see fit. So this county, what they did was they had two dispensaries set in the city of Auburn. That's all that's allowed. But this company was able to go in and because they got right, uh, land that is technically owned by the tribe, then what happens is they no longer have to follow the state laws because the tribe has its own, you know, its sovereignty, which means that they can implement and they have their own rules. Basically, it's, it's a little country within a country and they get to do what they want there. Um, so that's one of the things that is allowing this company to do this, which is interesting because uh, when somebody posted about this in one of the groups that I'm in here on Facebook, the first thing that people were talking about was, well, LCB doesn't allow drive through liquor stores, blah, 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 and this and that. And it was like, well, they're on, in, you know, they're on tribe land. So it, it really doesn't matter what the LCB does or doesn't allow because they, they have no jurisdiction over these people. Um, so that's an interesting thing. It's kind of neat and it's kind of cool to watch how um, business owners and entrepreneurs in the cannabis industry um, kind of, I'm not going to say they go around the laws, but how we interpret the laws in order to do the things that we need to do. Because there isn't a whole lot of guidance. There isn't a whole lot of like, hey, we need you guys to do this. Um, for example, I'll give you guys an example of something that's kind of going to be a mess in the next couple months here. Um, LCB now is requiring all packaging to have a three quarters of an inch big um, warning label uh, it's a very specific label I wish this was a video so I could show it to you guys but it has to be on all packaging and it has to be three and a quarter inches so what that means is everybody now has to redesign and submit their labeling for approval by the LCB before January 1st uh, what that means is on January 1st if your company waited around till the end of the you know the end of the allotted time if you have any product out on the market that doesn't have that sticker you have to pull it if you're a retailer you have to yank any product that doesn't have that sticker and it's just it's it's a mess it's a thing that just <clears throat> it's not you know widely known that that's what's gonna happen it's just something I've learned through conversations with people but it's like so many things like that just kind of pop up and limit the industry and then business owners and entrepreneurs have to figure out how they're going to work around those so that they're still staying you know legal and able to operate their businesses but still have half a shot to survive when you have a business running and i want to say it's something like 30 percent of you know your income if you're a farmer is going straight into taxes for the lcb if you're a retailer i think it's like 40 percent or something like that and it's just ridiculous so before you have any expenses before you pay anything else you got to take this giant chunk of cash that you just worked your ass off for and send it off to this government so as there's so many things that just need to be worked on and so many things that still this industry is it's, it's in it's in its infancy like we haven't even started the beginning yet is the way i see it like we're still so far from 
you know, oh, this was the start of the industry. Right now, we're just figuring out how to open the fucking store. <laughs> and hopefully nobody does anything stupid to ruin the whole thing that we have going on right now. That's really where we're at. And it's a struggle every single day. So it's always interesting, again, to see how entrepreneurs get around these weird little rules and quirky laws that sometimes come into play. Um, I, at least I, for, from where I'm sitting, it's, it's enjoyable to watch because it's just ingenuity, creativity. Um, no matter what you do, uh, you can't really stifle that, like, that passion, right? And a lot of these people in this industry are really, really, really passionate. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, this is just a short little clip. I'm not going to go into another story. I'm just going to put this up and see how it does. Um, but once again, we're going to be doing these hopefully daily. We'll talk about maybe one or two stories every day and just kind of get to know each other um, through this process. So with all that, my name is Manny Tree. This has been Recreational 420, and I will be back again with you guys soon.